Hey, 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 Caitlin Cunningham here, and welcome to KC's Conversations. Today, we are going to have some value brought to our lives by Coach Kristen Zdansvich. She is the Assistant Director of Athletic Performance at the University of Minnesota, where her direct responsibilities fall with the women's basketball and men's golf programs. Throughout our conversation, she will remind you of the impact you have on those that want to be you and the importance of relationships. Be sure you don't miss what she learned while playing rugby that she constantly applies with her athletes. And with that, let's jump right into our conversation. Now, do you work with rugby, played rugby? Is that your background? Yeah, yeah so I, my, my story is very unique compared to any other female strength and conditioning coaches story, I think, uh, you know, I went a non-traditional route. And, uh, when I was in college playing college basketball, I was asked, I got cut from softball and I was asked to join my basketball teammates that were playing rugby at the time a little bit, uh, during the fall. And I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. I'll do that. Yeah. So I showed up on a rugby field, one practice and then went to a tournament and then the rest was history. It's like played that during the fall, keep me in shape. Um, and then during the spring kept me in shape, you know, that type of deal, show up, show up, show up and do a little stuff during the summer. But yeah, it was pretty much, yeah, that was kind of my deal after college, college rugby, um, and college basketball. It was just like, wow. that's what I did. So two sports in college. I don't know if I could have done that. It, it being at the D3 level, uh, was nice because you're not scholarship, right? So if you're trying to do a two sport, like typically, sometimes you'd see like a volleyball player and basketball try to be intertwined a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so with rugby, you know, like at, at this time, like especially in the Midwest, your seasons are split. So you can do a little bit of it in the fall and then you come back when it's late spring and then you kind of go through the summer a little bit. So wow. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll say this. I was probably the most fit basketball player. <laughs> that was out there and probably the, one of the more conditioned and trained rugby players at the time. Sure. So it just, be, you know, fed off of each other. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, we're jumping into the conversation before I even introduced you. So that's even, even better. I love that. Yeah. Okay. It's great. You have to tell me and the listeners how you pronounce your last name. Uh, I pronounce my last name as Zidanzevich. So, uh, Currently, at the moment, our women's basketball staff will call me Ham. Um, that was a nickname from college basketball, which is Ham Sandwich, which sounded like Zidanzevich. So there it is. Wherever it comes from, right? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm super excited to have you on. How's everything going? You guys are in preseason with basketball. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, we just wrapped up a close scrimmage yesterday. Uh, these next two days for us are off, quote unquote. Um, if you're in the athletic world, you know that uh, it's voluntarily, you know, come in, take care of your rehab, take care of any conditioning, stretching stuff with uh, your sports performance staff. So, yeah, yeah. it's very excited for this year. It's going to be a great year for us. Yes, uh, I'm excited to see you guys. You have a coach on your staff who I worked with for the past couple of years, Shimmy Gray Miller. So yes, that is awesome. Uh, she's a great, great person, great coach. And uh, I'm excited you guys get to have her along with you guys for your journey. So that's really cool. Yeah, Shimmy uh, brings great energy. She's, she uh, yeah, every time I see her in the gym, it's like instant smile. And so, yep. yeah, I'm really happy to have her on staff as well. That's so. awesome. Well, let's uh, start out with 
what you're grateful for today? Uh, grateful. I am very grateful for my friends and family. I, it's been a, I just, you know, love talking to my mom at least once a week. Maybe it's like a bunch of times during the week, but I'm very grateful for my family and definitely my friends. Um, and a little bit, I'll say this with my friends, uh, some rugby teammates, uh, we had a coach pass away last week and she was a pretty much a good catalyst of, you know, just reminding you as a coach, when you may not feel like you're having a bad, you know, like you're having a bad day, uh, the impact you still have on who you are with. Uh, so that just kind of, I don't know, makes me grateful every time I, I'm in a weight room and working with my athletes. Yeah. Well, they see you a lot more than they see their other coaches. So you got to remember right. you can make an impact on them every single day. So yes, love that. Let's jump in and we've kind of already discussed it, but how did you grow up with sport? Like, where did that all start? Uh, with sport, I was pretty much, I did the free play thing. I think some, uh, probably, uh, athletes that are out there, they're like, oh, I started, you know, when I was in fifth grade or something like that. I organized sport was through church league. My mom finally signed me up instead of me running around with the boys out, you know, in the yards and outside uh playing like pickup ball and all that she finally was like okay we're going to go play eighth grade basketball rec league whatever we need to get you signed up for that um especially seeing that my cousins were doing really well in their uh sports such as basketball and stuff like that so uh that's kind of the start of my athletic career because once i went to high school it was a four-sport four athlete, uh, volleyball in the fall, basketball in the winter, and split time between track and softball. And then after that, a uh, basketball player in college, and then discovered rugby uh, through uh, getting cut through through softball. So, wow. And then uh, post-collegiately, while trying to find my journey here to the strength and conditioning world, uh, I guess you could say that I was semi-professional with uh, rugby and being part of the U.S. national team. So. Wow. That's really cool. So you've played at the highest level uh, with the rugby side of things. Yeah, uh, definitely. And at this time, I, you could, I think it's a, a U.S. Olympics uh, have the sevens game in it. And during this time, 15s, women's national team was like, that was the pinnacle. That was where it's at. And then uh, as time has gone on and developed, sevens uh, became a little bit more of a focus here in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, being an Olympic sport and keeping the attention of the U.S. Uh, market. Wow. That's really cool. How do you think you've taken lessons you've learned from playing at that level and applied it to working with your athletes now? Oh, yeah. I would say um, one one big thing is like never wishing a moment away uh, during this time. I, I, I was a big, like I love the weight room. I love working with my strength coaches, uh, building that relationship with my, uh, coaches too, our skill coaches and everything. So, you know, I always, you know, every time I come in here, it's like always constant energy because whether you might be sleepy, whether you're having a, you know, feel like you're going to have a bad day or whatever, but seeing somebody else have some energy and giving that energy out was always like a positive to kind of remind me of like my purpose and what I wanted to do. And then especially for our athletes too, like, Hey, 
you're here. This is today's your opportunity to be the best that you can be. And it may not always go smooth, like you're driving a car down a, a, a road, but you know, whenever you do come across something, you're, you're able to, you know, to manage that a little bit better. Sure. Because you never know. You never know, right? I mean, don't take anything for granted. Someone could get injured in front of you and now it's your turn. And so if you have taken it for granted, now you're not going to be prepared for that opportunity. So definitely. Yeah. Never. (laughs) That's awesome. Really cool that you've played at the highest level and now you can take those things that you've learned uh, throughout your journey and apply it to the young women and men and all the other athletes you get to work with uh, there at Minnesota. So that's really cool. When did you get introduced to the world of strength and conditioning or sports performance? Was it early on in your playing days or was that later on kind of as you progressed? Uh, I think it was uh, used to kind of work. I, I guess when it comes to strength and conditioning and then maybe it started with a little bit of the bodybuilding, uh, just like hanging out with the neighborhood kids. Uh, one of my best friends at the time, his dad was a big Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. So we would go downstairs, you know, in the, in the home gym that had like the inverted leg press. Uh, we had like the benches, you know, doing the arm curls, uh, you know, not knowing what that was all about, but I was like, yeah, I can curl some, you know, 10 pound dumbbells and I can yeah. press whatever we got on this thing. This seems cool. Uh, yeah, then there was a wrestling coach in high school, our basketball coach at the time. She kind of introduced us to the universal, uh, machines that we had available in this, uh, you know, cl- you know, closet of a weight room and kind of got to expose a little bit that, but yeah, when I got to whitewater to play basketball, um, my first strength coach, I had no idea. Like I got punched in the face. <laughs> we're, we're running stairs with like weight vests. I mean, he's screaming and you know, you're just like, what is going on? Um, <laughs> but, uh, Steve Brown, he really, he had a great personality. He was really relatable. And I just remember like just feeling really my best and uh, going through like those, you know, your colon drills, the agility drills with him, throwing around med balls, uh, learning how to clean and stuff. He was really kind of got the ball rolling and, and got me thinking of like, I don't want to be an accountant. This doesn't <laughs> suit me. Microeconomics, screw that. Let me get into, okay, I don't want to be a gym teacher, but I definitely want to be him. Like, how do I become him, but be the female version of him? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I switched my major and I was like, all right, like, how, like, what do I need to do? I got a coaching minor now. I got exercise fizz. Okay, here we go. That is awesome. I had a similar experience in college. We had, playing soccer, it was, the first thing was a fitness test. And so line up we're doing a warm-up we finished the warm-up before we even get to the fitness test and i was like holy shit that was the warm-up i'm (laughs) screwed (laughs) i was like oh my gosh and i had a female strength coach at the time molly mckinnon and i was just like dude there's no way if i can't make it through the warm-up what am i going to do when we get in the weight room this is going to be bad yes Uh, I did survive during season, but uh, off season, it was definitely a struggle. That was a, a slap in the oh. face for me as well. So I definitely get get your uh, your pain with that uh, intro yeah. to strength and conditioning in college. But shout out to Steve Brown for uh, yes. being the example for you. That's really cool. Was there anybody else along your path uh, who kind of made an impact on you, male or female, to get you to where you are today? Oh, yes. Uh, huge shout out to Sarah Wiley. Uh, she's our... Uh, she's our director, uh, admin here. Uh, she, I think 
if you're well versed in the in the strength and conditioning world, you you know who she is. Uh, she may not be the biggest person out on the the social media or whatever, but uh, yeah, Sarah Wiley's been a great influence on me, uh, especially when I got out of college. And described when I first moved up here to Minneapolis, uh, she was like, "Hey, I hear this is what you want to do. Here, you can come in and observe at these times, and uh, you know, just trying to get get my feet underneath." underneath me in those volunteer hours that I kind of fudged a little bit um, <laughs> when I was uh, getting out of college. I was kind of like, oh, okay. All right. How do I need, how do I get here? Like what's the, what are my steps? And at this time it's like, you know, you're volunteering time. But for me, I had to, I had to put food on the table. I needed a job and stuff. And so uh, building a relationship with her uh, through, through strength and conditioning, but also her training me to be the best rugby player that was out there. She did the strength and conditioning for the club team that I was up here playing with and then getting my feet wet, wet into personal training. And, you know, we fast forwarded like 2011. She gives me a call. I'm miserable trying to be a manager uh, at Valley Toll Fitness. And she's like, hey, there's a spot. And my current boss, Coach Feldy, uh, right now was down at Milwaukee. And she's like, hey, you know, here – you know, this might be a great entryway for you to get going in this piece because we would have great conversations. I come in for an hour during when she didn't have anybody in the weight room being exposed to these facilities and a different uh, methodology of training. I was just like, okay, you know, taking note of like, all right, this is how I felt like during this and being her guinea pig on certain things. I was just like, this is great. Like, how do I give this back now? You know, like, yeah. you know, especially how do I get into the career and stuff? And she's been such a huge influence, a great mentor and a very good friend. That is awesome. So shout out to coach Wiley for being the light for you to uh, finding your path and getting to getting you to where you are today. That's phenomenal. And yeah. even cooler, she's a female, right? Like not many of us have yeah. females. So a hundred percent. Yeah. I just like, I, I had no idea. Um, you know, how big of a, a stud she was in this, in this field and everything. I mean, you go, you Google her name and I mean, she's got videos that were back, you know, in 2004, 2005, you know, talking about, you know, women's volleyball to, you know, where she is with like softball and stuff. Um, yeah, she's great. She's a great human. I mean, if you ever, 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 ever come up this way, make sure you reach out to our department. We have some really, we have a great staff that are willing to sit down and talk shop all the time. That's awesome. Good people yeah. make good coaches for majority of the time, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anybody else that kind of has made an impact on you along the way and taught you things? I think what I've learned, uh, I guess maybe not even learned, but building relationships with other, like reaching out to other coaches. Uh, anytime you have opportunity to get on the road and, you know, this past like year and a half, I was able to create a really great friendships with, uh, with AJ Whitehead, who's at, uh, UW-Madison with women's basketball there, and Lainey Deppie that's out at Indiana University. Those two, I, I just want to give a shout-out to those two because we've we've been able to, like, maintain contact. And I know sometimes currently right now we maybe have not as talked as often as we had previously. But um, sharing our experiences and being able to talk shop and, um, you know, just not only about the weight room but also navigating the, the world here, you know, outside of it, you know, when it comes to, equity, diversity, inclusion, and all that. So uh, those those are two top female uh, strength coaches that I would like to give a shout out to. They've, yeah. they've been really great that is um, awesome. this past like year and a half and building a, a huge friendship and a bond. Yeah, so. that's really cool. I would 
when I worked basketball, obviously you travel quite a bit to different schools and I would always try and reach out to the strength coach or vice versa. When people came to play us, same thing. Yeah. Hey, you want to meet up and talk shop or if you need anything, you know, you forget a band or whatever it may be, like, let me know. I'm willing to help you out as much as I possibly can. So you, yeah, kudos to you. Cause that was like, well, first I was like a rookie on the, on the scene with the ACC and <laughs> you reached out, texted, shot me a text. I'm sitting there during like, like the, our, uh, like our pregame run through. And I'm like, Oh, is this cool? Like, do you talk, like, how does this work? And I'm like, Oh, okay. All right. All right. And so I took that initiative. I was like, okay, this is what I need to like continue to do and build a network because yeah, you just never know. And I, sure. you know, when I reflect back on that, I was like, man, I should have really like reached out a little bit sooner and stuff because there's opportunities to even go that not sit in the weight room, but like go catch a coffee or something sure. or check out the local food and everything. So sure. Yeah. Cool, cool on you. Well, I mean, that's, I learned from other people, so I cannot take the credit for that. My former boss, Mike Buley, uh, he was kind of the one who got me going on that. And, you know, shout out to him for teaching me those things because you can really you can meet a lot of cool people uh, on your journey if you're just willing to reach out and send a text or send an email. And, you know, gosh, I could have run into you multiple times in the ACC, whether it's on the road or at the ACC tournament or wherever it may be, you know, so. Um, yeah. now I get to see you at conferences and well, whenever yes. we get back into in-person stuff, Lord, you know, COVID still has its, uh, it's clamped down on all of us. So, but, uh, yeah. 2022, uh, CSCCA, I'm, I'm sure they, yep. they got something dialed up in person. And coming <laughs> that will be fantastic to see everybody again. That is for sure. Um, yes. so let's, uh, switch gears here. What obstacles have you had to overcome during your career? And what advice would you offer to people who may or may not experience the same thing uh, in their journey? Yeah, uh, I think one of the obstacles was, uh, you know, coming to understanding the relationship part of things. So if you take, uh, for instance, like like a relationship with your sport uh, coach, um, and I'm not speaking specifically about women's basketball, like my first exposures were, with, you know, like swim and, you know, volleyball to track and field and under like taking the time and sitting down in those, uh, building that, that communication piece, uh, that relationship piece is like really crucial because if you don't feel integrated, uh, or, you know, under, uh, there's an understanding between, you know, that coach and you and the time that you have to like work with those athletes and get them prepped, uh, it can be really bumpy. I remember uh, uh, when I first got exposed to women's basketball at Milwaukee, sitting down with the head coach, and I was I had no like my communication skills were were not the greatest. They were I was just you know like a deer stuck in headlights, you know, trying to understand why she was so upset about something, and um, you know wanting to you know find out how I can meet those expectations while being pulled in four different others you know directions, you know, being at a mid major like. You know, where she's feeling like, hey, basketball is our primary sport. We don't have to compete with football, but, you know, you know, how are we, how are we going to train when we're always constantly battling for space and time in a weight room? And to like, hey, are you actually going to be here to warm us up? Sure. <laughs> are you available? Um, and yeah, just kind of understanding those dynamics too of like holding athletes accountable to, or to a standard of which, you know, again, the coach is looking for. And, but yeah, it's that, those are like a really, quick obstacle like I have had to figure out and I'm sure that's you know I don't 
you know, when I sit down with some of our professional interns are, you know, that's what I'm like, hey, understand what you have read, you've maybe seen at certain different schools is not always going to happen for you. And so taking the time to sit down and build a relationship with your sport coach, uh, your athletic trainer, those are going to be some things that will make your your time a bit smoother and maybe not so rocky. Or understanding that when you do come across a real challenge, you're able to navigate it a bit better than versus like, no, no, this is my, you know, it's my way or the highway type deal. Yeah. Got to build that connection so that communication could be really strong, even if it is a tough conversation, right? Like, yeah. He knows he or she knows I have the best interests of their athletes, you know, on my heart, and uh, I'm going to do everything I can to make them successful. Um, yes, but yeah, definitely, that is a tough one. That's for sure. Um, I don't, you know, like what are some other obstacles? I guess like I, that was kind of like one that popped into my mind right then and there. I mean, like I'm sure, sure. you've had a few as yourself. So, oh yeah, I mean, a lot of times it's creating buy-in. Um, you know, or my experience here now, okay, I'm, I'm the new coach, you know? And so mm-hmm. they're, they're used to the strength coach they had before one team that coach had left. So that was the person that I was replacing. And then the other team that I picked up, their strength coach is still here on staff. It was just kind of a reconfiguration of who had what teams. And, uh, you know, sometimes that's hard for kids. They build a tr- that trust and that relationship with another strength coach and that person's still there. And I experienced that at Clemson as well. I left women's soccer and went over to basketball and it's those kids still come to you because they trust you and, you know, they want to make sure that they're well taken care of. And you kind of have to create that separation and make sure that you're not the one stepping on other coaches' toes and then vice yep. versa. Now it's like, okay, I got to build the trust with these kids so that they know that you know, I love them and I care about them just as much as the previous coach that had them. So um, you're dealing with the teenage brain. Like those kids, they don't trust very easily. Um, and some sports are, you know, much harder than others, the way that kids were raised and their backgrounds. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, you probably experienced it a lot with basketball. I did at Clemson. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's the same with coaches. They get somebody new and it's like, whoa, hold on, time out. You're doing yeah. it. You're doing it differently than that person. Like, wait, what are we doing here? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think if you can build that trust with those coaches and those kids, you can go a long way, um, even in a short amount of time. So yeah, definitely. But that's kind of yeah. My experience when I came here working with track, uh, I knew this previous strength coach, I trained with her a little bit, um, had a great like outside relationship, and then stepping into those shoes i was you know there was some there was some good solid pushback but then once things kind of you know oh you are here you are going to be with me this you know you're not just here for whatever you know so like no i'm all in on you guys like i really want to be here and understand like what you saw on this piece of paper and stuff that you know that's one thing but you know trust you know like if we're building this this trust like i'll get you where you want to be yeah you know, like I'm going to be here when, when, when you need me to be here and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. There's, I'm sure a lot more obstacles we could sit here and talk about for hours, yeah. but, um, no, that's really good. You know, relationships are key and I hope that everyone listening, you know, takes away the importance of that and just building those relationships so strong that they can bear the weight of any truth as my good friend, Jeremy Boone would say. So, um, yes. what would be a unique way that you add value to Minnesota's either sports performance or we can go like women's basketball program individually. 
that route, whichever you prefer. I would just say the, uh, I don't know. I, maybe this is a generic one, but I think just for like my, just my background with being at the highest level when it came to rugby, uh, that's unique in itself. I don't, um, having that experience and understanding the importance of what we do, uh, and how that's trend, you know, like how we can carry that over into our athletes and, and not just for like the short term of their athletic career, but like also long standing lifestyle, uh, you know, that's, I think that's what I've brought to Minnesota and just uh, the sheer fact of, if anything, if like my hard work, you know, if I don't understand something, I'm definitely going to find anything and everything to try to figure out how to get, you know, get, the, get the answer or get the, get the results that we're looking for. Sure. Uh, and I think that's like, again, it, it seems probably generic, you know, that's probably similar to everybody else, but uh, you know, for me, I, I don't, within our staff, I, from athletically accomplished, you know, like I have something a little bit different than, you know, coach Y, uh, coach Dietz, uh, you know, to coach Feldy, um, you know, like I know Feldy's got like a little bit of an athletic training background because that's what he studied at, uh, Carroll college. And then, you know, here's me, you know, like, Hey, I, I understand what the model of athletic performance was before I had the title. And, you know, what does it look like in this setting versus like maybe an unstructured setting with uh, USA rugby at the time that yeah. when I was going through, you know, you're having like a different nutrition coach come on on tour and, you know, setting this stuff up. Well, having that experience and exposure and being like, no, nutrition is important. These are, this is X, Y, and Z. This is how we can try to implement it, you know, on a budget based. You know, those are kind of some things that, you know, that I feel that is unique to yeah. the University of Minnesota and yeah. some regards. That's really cool. I mean, at the end of the day, you played rugby, which most universities don't have. So that's an unique in itself, right? Like, golly. Yeah. <laughs> the last yeah, time I, I had I... rugby on the list of sports that were at the university was Eastern Illinois. And that was where uh, I did my master's. And they yeah. like had to search to find people to play because not many universities had that as, you know, a part of their their department. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is very cool. I mean, that's kind of funny. Uh, you know, it's very same to us. You know, when we travel and everything, you're you you can reach out and connect. It's very similar with rugby. You go to like I'll use a major city for instance, but you could probably call somebody up on a rugby team or somebody that you played with and met at a tournament or wherever, and all of a sudden you have an instant connection. And they're like, yeah, let me, you can stay on my couch or I can, you know, get you in connection with somebody that can help you out while you're in town. Uh, I think I had a, I was at Costco not, not too long ago. And a guy saw that I was wearing my USA rugby sweatshirt and he was like, Oh, you play. And I was like, yeah, you know, like, and all of a sudden he went on and told me like he played for so-and-so in the cities and stuff. And it, and this is a male and he was like, just so excited to see somebody else, you know, repping rugby. And I was just like, Oh, wow. You know, like, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty Another awesome. little commonality out there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So I stole this quote from Jeremy Boone, live well to lead well. And can you tell the listeners how you do this in your personal life? Live well. Yeah. I, you know, I think it just becomes, you know, I'm, I'm always going to be active. So as I, you know, I tell my, my, my golfers and my, by basketball players or any athlete, you know, like, I mean, you know, like what we're doing here can definitely, you know, you're learning something because like if you graduate and you're on your own, you know, doing your thing, you know, got the desk job and stuff, a lot of, 
what we're doing, you don't have to exactly do this, you know, like sports specific, but you staying active is going to lead to better health along, along those lines. And, you know, I emulate that by learning how to, you know, mountain bike, you know, getting outside of that, you know, outside of the weight room, getting into nature, going on hikes and stuff to, uh, understanding, you know, meditating and, or, you know, using the call map a little bit better to help with, you know, when moments get, um, really tense, you know, if you are feeling anxiety, you know, what other methods of trying to bring yourself back down, you know, that's out there. So those are the things that, you know, like I do that I, when you look at me and you go, yeah, coach, actually, it, Hey, how was going to Cuyuna, Minnesota? How was those mountain bike trails? Mm-hmm. That seems really cool. And I'm like, definitely. When you get done playing, make sure that you go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Please don't kill, kill yourself right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, or, you know, like, oh, you're, you're playing rugby this weekend. Like, can we, and I was like, yeah, you can come watch, but maybe, maybe, you know, maybe when we're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've had coaches go to me. They're like, you'll probably want this, this athlete to come and play rugby with you. And I was like, yeah, I won't. No, we're, we're good. We'll wait. <laughs> yeah. Let them do their thing here. And then we'll worry yeah. about that later. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Actually, one of the guys I work with here, uh, he's gotten into all sorts of biking. Yeah. Uh, he probably has every kind of bike possible. And so I lived with him and his family, uh, when I first got here while I was getting all situated and I ended up buying a, uh, it's not a road bike, but it's also not a mountain bike. Some kind of mixture. It's a hybrid. There you go. So yes, uh, I've r- ridden it into work a couple times, and uh, there are some massive hills. And so in my head, I'm just like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Well, you know what? I ask my kids to get uncomfortable, so I should probably do the same in my own life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be in the weight room or out on a field or, you know, I can find another way to do that. So biking yes. has been it for me. That's for sure. It's great. I... If, yeah, if you get, if you want to fun and just like feeling the rush of air or just the challenges of twists and turns and switchbacks and, um, it, mountain biking is, is quite, it is quite the rush. Um, road biking can be quite the rush too when you're like on a, <laughs> on a busy road <laughs> and you don't have a bike lane and you got your helmet on and you're like, I'm trucking it, but this guy's going faster than me. I hope he stays in this lane. <laughs> right. Please don't look at your cell phone. Please don't look at your cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> don't swerve over. <laughs> Please. Uh, have you had a major wipeout yet is the question. Uh, yeah. I, um, yeah, not recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not recently, but, uh, there's been some close calls. I, I remember probably we were up a year ago there. So like, when ski hills are like not running in the winter, they're fun because they're downhill, oh. but they're a little bit more dangerous. So you might need some different, t- you need a different bike or gear. But yeah, I remember I was like, this is no problem. I attack this tabletop. I can do this jump. And I just remember like head steam going full bore. And I was like, okay, I know where I can ditch out. And I just remember like hopping, like just going across and like landing. And I remember, like, my foot came off the pedal, and I was like, whoa. And then all of a sudden, I see that we have to, like, take another turn. And I was like, oh, crap. And I'm, like, trying to get my pedal. And I'm like, all right, I got this. And, like, try not to hit the front brake so I go over over the top. (laughs) Because at that time, I saw, like, two people that really ate it. Or I didn't see them, but, like, you go past, and somebody's got the – they got the medic out there, and they're, like, grabbing their shoulder. And I'm like, yep, that's a collarbone. (laughs) Sorry. But yeah, that, that was one of my close calls, going over, over a uh, tabletop. And I was just like, 
he's exhilarating, but then it's just like, okay, technique-wise, you got to make sure you land the way you need to because otherwise it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah, or seriously get uh, injured in some capacity, and that's not going to be good either, so... No. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you're safe and you did not get hurt on that. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. All right. So up to this point in your career, can you give us something you've accomplished, something you still need help with, and then something you've learned? Yeah. I when I first started, I wanted to work women's basketball, and I, you know, as they would say, I guess yeah, I worked worked my way up the ladder uh, in some in form of capacity uh, for me. Yeah. That, that's something I've accomplished and I'm doing it here at the, at the university of Minnesota. And when you asked me that, like, you know, probably 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it's like, yeah, I wanted to be a strength coach for university of Minnesota women's basketball. Um, cause I wanted to emulate, uh, Sarah Wiley at the time. And then, uh, yeah, here I am, you know, like a little bit of a, a journey to get to this point. Something that, uh, you know, when we talk about next steps and things, I think administratively, those are, that's an area that I want to continue to grow in. Uh, communication style too, uh, understanding, you know, not everybody has that same piece. And so that, I don't want to call it managerial, but like when you're in an administrative role, understanding, you know, how, how your parts work and how that intertwines. And for me, I just want to continue to get better at that. If at the time comes, I would like to be a director or assistant director, however that may look like. Um, I really enjoy athletics and uh, what it gives you know, uh, to to our uh, to our you know like student student body and everything. Yeah. So, um, and the last one, what was that one more time? Something you've learned. Enjoy the process. Yeah. We talk about it, but like just just enjoy this journey. I mean, there's just. And maybe just because I'm a little bit older, like by age right now, but just the, I've, I've enjoyed every minute getting to go to a different city, the different type of athletes and the human beings that I work with and come across. And, and then kind of sharing that with those that aren't necessarily in per se the athletic bubble. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's the, that's the real cool thing. It's just like, I, I can talk to like my, my roommate. She's a, she's an engineer. And hearing her her uh, her experiences, and then she's like, "Why can't you just get an off day?" I'm like, "Because <laughs> you can't call in a sick work." No, I, and and I can't work from home technically. No, no, it's a little bit different. It doesn't really get the quite the results that I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. No, that's that's very true. Enjoy the process, and I think, you know what. At one point, you work with a lot of teams, and then kind of as you progress, you start to dwindle that down, and then you're with one team. And I've been fortunate to kind of go almost backwards. It's like, oh, I only had women's basketball, and now, you know, I have two teams myself, and then I help with football. And it, it kind of like brought the life back in me a little bit, you know, like, oh, yeah, okay, this is really cool. Like, I'm nonstop. Like, there is, like you said, no off day. And people are like, I mean, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, like this is, it's good. Like it's tiring, but it's really good. It's a lot of fun and you get to impact so many people. So it's really, yeah, cool. that's the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. And I just, the sheer fact that like, I, yeah, you have softball, you have soccer, and then you're, you know, seeing you on the sidelines for football. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a point, like somebody asked me, they were like, did you ever work with football? And I'm like, yeah, I would totally love to work with football, but you know, like there's, there's opportunities understanding who you can work with yeah. in order to kind of get your feet wet in that area. Yeah. And it's really great to see you doing that. Thanks. It's, 
congratulations to you. I mean, yeah. that's that's phenomenal. It's so. it's a unique opportunity, and that's you know conversations with people. Is uh, I worked with the head football coach and the head strength coach when I was a graduate assistant. So it's probably the only time in my career where you know the head coach knows me personally, will have my back, and the head strength coach knows me personally and will have have my back as well. I'm not saying other coaches wouldn't, uh, but yeah. it's a unique situation in that regard. So uh, when it came up, I was like, yeah, I, that's not something I can turn down. So got to do it. Yeah. Got to take the risk, Definitely. right? Like you're comfortable, you're enjoying everything you're doing, but um, to grow and to be better, uh, it was time to time to kind of yeah. spread my wings and fly. So uh, here we are. We'll uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the way. It's it's exciting. That's for sure. I was going to say, I was like, you've been smiling. Like, I think a lot of what I've seen out there and just right now just being able to see you, you got a, you got a good grin yeah. on your face. You're excited. So yeah. this is, this is good and fulfilling. The people, the people listening, you can't see my smile, but yes, I have been smiling quite a bit through this conversation. It's been a lot of fun. So, yes. um, but let's wrap it up. Uh, I'll give you three questions, hopefully right. pretty rapid answers, but if you got to think that's okay too. Um, <laughs> a book that has positively shaped you. Oh man, uh, John Krakauer into thin air. I love that book. Hearing his adventure climbing Mount Everest, he got me hooked on his his books. I that was really a that was a great book, and that's made an ever everlasting impression on me. And like, yeah, whenever I think of a book to pick up, that book into thin air is is a great one. I'm gonna put that on my list. Um, share something interesting about yourself that most people listening don't know. Oh, I love to cook. So favorite meal to cook. What do you got? uh, I've, you know, I'm from the Midwest. You got to go with the steak and potatoes and (laughs) the asparagus. When it's grilling season, it's point on, but I can make a cast iron. And yes, get that nice little, that little char. Now we're Mm -hmm. talking. I like that. Yes. Being back in super cold weather, which I know everyone here and they hear me say cold weather, it's like 50 degrees. Everyone's still in shorts and, you know, whatever. And I'm like bundled up. (laughs) But um, yes, if I had a grill, I would 100% whip up a steak outside. But I might have to steal the uh, the old cast iron and give it a nice little char and then cook it up. Yeah, once you cook in a cast iron, you you never want to go back. You're going to like, I need a gas stove. Uh, Yeah. I'm telling you, not just steaks, but like you can get like pancakes. Uh, you can make pizza. It's yeah. Ooh, pizza. That sounds delicious. All right. Now you're making me hungry and it's only 340. <laughs> it's not time to eat yet, but that's okay. <laughs> um, <What? laughs> all right. The last one, um, a call to action for the, the strength and conditioning profession. Something our listeners can do after hearing our conversation today. Uh, continue to invest in women. Uh, uh, we, we did a good like. I feel like we kind of came out strong during the summer. There's times where we're like, yeah, I need a, you know, I don't always say, well, we need a female staff, but no, just continue to invest like mm-hmm. in diversity, in inclusion. I just, you know, continue to tighten our bonds as a family and stuff. We may every different methodology that may be out there, but at the end of the day, we all are looking to make an impact on these great humans that have those teenage minds and everything. We're looking <laughs> to mold them. But if we continue to invest in each other, not pick each other apart, uh, it'll just it'll it continues to make our profession very special and a very very even more tight knit community. Yeah. And, but definitely continue to invest in your female female staff. Uh, we, I mean, there's just 
there's so much knowledge that's gone touched and you know just yeah can bring bring people together so yeah that's what i said i feel like i saw some statistic and hopefully anybody listening or if you saw this as well that the amount of women in our profession actually hasn't grown. It's like 14% and it's kind of stayed stagnant for, mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure how long. I don't want to give all these uh, numbers, but I found that interesting. You know, it's like people are getting out and then there's people coming in and people see the people coming in, but don't really realize that other women are getting out. So it's just kind of like a, a pass and go type thing. Yeah. I recently had a conversation uh, with one of our senior administrators, I said, you know, like, I'm on this chat, right? And I see that, again, we're looking continually, and I'm like, is there, there are so many different, are there so many different opportunities for us in that way we're being pulled in different directions, but not enough that we're bringing up, you know, um, like, I have a couple of female athletes, you know, they want to go a different route as far as their major, but I'm just like, you know, you seem to have a pretty good knack in here. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever thought about, you know, being what what I am right currently right now like sure. what you know what is that hesitancy or like what can we do as better as uh like our yeah grassroots yeah you know, for us to yeah. invest you know yeah yeah that's that's pretty important too because if we're gonna we're gonna get women to kind of want to do the things that we're doing then we're gonna have to kind of pave the way and show them you know that it, it can be done right that's what someone did yes. for you and I so uh it's important Correct. to pay that forward and do it for the people who are younger than us so um, definitely. I hope everyone hears that and then, uh, actually lives up to it and continues to kind of pour into the women in our field and, uh, continue to grow even the young ones and, uh, get them to, to stick around for longer. So coach, yeah. uh, it's been phenomenal having you on and learning more about you and your experiences. I know yes. I got better today, uh, hearing about, you know, even if you're having a bad day, you can still make an impact on your athletes and you should, uh, you shouldn't let that affect you. Uh, in a negative way or let them know that and take nothing for granted. Uh, be the light for someone who wants to do what we do, like we just talked about. Uh, we came full circle. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, uh, just the importance of relationships and how that can affect communication and everything that you do with your athletes and uh, coaches and administrators, all the people that you know you, you come in contact with throughout your day. I hope our li listeners leveled up uh, hearing all that as well. Where can they go to find you, uh, either social media or maybe on the website for your email, however they can get in contact with you after uh, listening to our episode today? Uh, definitely. Uh, email is probably, professionally speaking, uh, <laughs> my email's out on the University of Minnesota's uh, uh, athletics website. Uh, so that's cool. one way to get a hold of me the other way. Uh, <laughs> my uh, my Instagram, I know it's, you know, you're going to get a nice, good blend of actually who I am with, you know, between <laughs> rugby food, coffee, um, <laughs> uh, and that's a uh, hammer at uh, UMN. Uh, awesome. So that's on the IG. Uh, if you're unsure if it's me or not, I'm, I'm actually, you know, getting a goofy picture with a mascot and I'd love to <laughs> the mascots out there. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say I dropped my cell phone out there, but uh, <laughs> they can reach out to you and then get in touch yeah. with you. Via cell yeah, phone. Just email yeah. me first, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll put those in the show notes uh, so people can get in touch with you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, it has been a pleasure to have you. Yes, it's great reconnecting with you again. Yes. And uh, good luck. Of, uh, we got a big what? We got a good uh, football game this weekend for you guys? Uh, we actually have a bye week. So we don't oh. play again until next Wednesday, which is pretty nice. Uh, yeah. 
Very good. So it's good. Very good. Yeah. Well, thanks again. Cool. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. We'll chat with you later. KC's Conversations is produced in partnership with Play. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the podcast wherever you choose to listen. If you like this episode or the podcast in general, be sure to rate and review it. If you aren't a fan, don't worry about it. 